0: On this episode of Rock Down South, we chat with Archie from the rock band Santa Cruz. We talk about his brand new single titled Under the Gun and his exciting return to music after a two-year hiatus. We hope you all enjoy. Let's go.
1: What's up, guys? It's Archie from Santa Cruz, and you're listening to Rock Down South.
0: Welcome to another exciting episode of Rock Down South, a show where my friends and I chat with musical artists and ask them the questions we want to know about. Today, we sit down and talk with Archie Cruz from the rock band Santa Cruz. If you haven't listened to Santa Cruz, you are truly missing out. If I were to describe their music, it would be 80s-inspired hard rock that sounds like it was made today. This music has super catchy choruses and guitar solos, but with a modern-sounding production and incredible guitar riffs. Archie has recently restarted Santa Cruz after a two-year hiatus and has some fantastic new music to share. We talk about his newly released single titled Under the Gun, as well as his new album coming out later this year. Plus, Archie tells us what it's like having one of his songs featured on the new hit HBO show Peacemaker. This is a super fun interview that I think fans will love and new listeners will enjoy. So without further ado, here's the interview. Archie, how you doing today, man?
1: Doing great. What's up, guys?
0: We're doing good, man. Thank you so much for uh, jumping on today, man. Really appreciate it.
1: Of course, of course. What was a pleasure.
0: Where are you calling in from, Archie?
1: I'm actually in Helsinki, Finland, right now. i uh, headed back to LA, and actually tomorrow, technically, but it's like midnight, so in two days. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> Do you share time between LA and Finland?
1: Yeah, yeah. I go back and forth, but the whole the new band's from LA, so. I'll be pretty much spending a lot of time in LA, which is the way I like it. I love the city and I love the whole vibe and I love the scene, you know, it's always sunny, always rocking and my spiritual home, so to speak. So good to get some time there more, you know, especially after COVID, you know, after not being able to travel for like two years, it's, uh amazing to actually see the world open and get to do gigs especially putting out new music actually and tour with it and not just putting out music and sitting around you know (laughs) i'm I'm sure a lot of musicians can relate to this you know it's been it's been crazy for two years so it's uh, super sick to see Everything going back to normal again. You know, I'm um, super so stoked about that.
2: Yeah, we, we try to go to a lot of shows. The calendar is getting pretty full this year. A lot of bands are yeah. back, back out touring, which is great. Uh, we did actually, uh, we got to see you back uh, in uh, April 2016. Oh, right on. You opened up for Sebastian Buck.
1: Yeah, that was a great tour. What city did you guys see us at?
2: It was a suburb of Atlanta, Alpharetta, Georgia. Uh, it was oh, what play. on
1: dude, Black crows, baby, Atlanta. <laughs>
2: there you go, there you go. Yeah, I think you guys like blew your PA out that night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that night, I dude, I remember it crystal clear. <laughs> I think Sebastian had problems with it as well, and you know he's got a temper. <laughs> I think <laughs> <Yeah>. everybody, <laughs> everybody knows he's got a, a little bit of temper. So I remember that night because of. You know, Bass had problem with the PA as well, and was like, "Fuck the PA or something," you know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 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 club had a like a strict curfew of eleven p.m. and Sebastian was going a little long, and he said, "Screw it, I'm 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 not stopping."
1: <laughs> oh my god,
0: yeah, that was a fun show. I remember seeing you. Um, you came out and watched uh, Sebastian. I think you were drinking like a PBR. I think you're standing pretty close <laughs> to us. I think I said, "What's up?" or something.
1: Dude, that's, to this day, like, from the first time I had it in New York, like, way, way back, I think it's still my favorite American beer. The PBR? Yes. (laughs) Something about that taste, dude. I I don't know what it is, but it's a, I've never had a lager quite, like, as tasty as the Pabst Blue Ribbon. It's good and cheap, too. It is. It is. It's (laughs) Crazy too, because it's like a kind of a hipster beer now. Like all the cool people in New York drink PBR. Yeah. And it's super cheap. It's like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's
2: my go to beer at concert venues. Oh, yeah. Days. If they got oh, yeah. it, because <laughs> it's the best deal out there.
1: It is. It, it's good and it's cheap and it's tasty. It's like, what are you going to get? PBR, baby. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and it's straight out of a video too. It's like, it's kind of a like a cool redneck vibe it has, you know? It's like, it's just an all-American beer. It's like, it's like butt light, but it's good. <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> well, let's jump in and talk about that new single of yours, Under the Gun, man. Hell yeah. I like it, man. That's a catchy song.
1: Thank you, dude. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I wrote it all by myself. Like, I actually worked in the studio, like... I did the Dave Grohl thing you know I what he did with the first Foo Fighters record which is to play or perform every instrument which I always had that dream to do a record where I would play every instrument myself and finally an opportunity presented itself and I was it and I played drums bass you know guitars All of it. And it's such a rewarding process to actually see something that was just a riff in your iPhone memo to become, you know, a song of that caliber, which is now like full swing on Spotify, you know, going out to the radio and people actually dig it a lot, which is amazing, you know, to see that amount of positive feedback. And something that I worked on pretty much myself. Plus the artwork's super dope as well with the uh, kind of the good, the bad, the ugly vibe going on. The zombie with the sombrero on the cover.
0: And the roses and such.
1: Yes. Yes. So I think we nailed that one pretty good. We're actually working on some merch designs on it. As we speak, we'll probably be launching it this week, so there's going to be some rad designs based on that artwork, and I'm super stoked about those.
0: And uh, you have a music video coming out for that one as well, right?
1: Yes. We're going to shoot the video in like two weeks. So it's going to be out by the uh, the comeback show at the Whiskey.
2: Awesome. So that you got the single out now, but you got uh, the full album, Return of the Kings, coming out later this year, right?
1: Yes, sir. We're dropping that in fall. And I, I'm I'm looking at the artwork right now in front of me on the computer. And the whole idea with that is... Santa Cruz has kind of been absent for two years. For as long as the pandemic has been on. So... I was always a huge Lord of the Rings fan. As a kid, I read the books like three times. And I love the movies. So... To me, the story is kind of a, kind of what the story of Aragorn in those books and films are. So that kind of narrative it's, is what I see happening with Santa Cruz right now. not touring, not being active per se, but coming back with the bang, with the Banger record and claiming our spot where we belong, which is on the top ranks of rock and metal artists of today's scene. Awesome. Hell yeah. So are
2: you going to have the same vibe as the first single and and did you write and record for you still, is that still a work in progress?
1: No, the, the record's done. We did that last fall in Helsinki and it's actually quite a funny record. The vibe's definitely the same as with Under the Gun, but in every song you can hear what artist or band influenced that particular song it's kind of a if you look at quentin tarantino as a filmmaker you always can tell from which old movie he took inspiration from you know to each scene and there's always like homages to old directors in all these movies so that's kind of the approach i took musically to this record that it's kind of an homage to my musical heroes like under the gun there's a lot of like aussie vibes young zach Wild, young randy rhodes you know guitar influence a lot and the next single it's going to be called here comes the revolution and that single is going to be very pantera-esque so each song is kind of a tribute it's not like oh he ripped them off or something it's, it's kind of a you know, tribute to my heroes. The whole record is uh, there's a little bit of like Nine Inch Nails here, a little bit of Iron Maiden here. And I think that's a cool thing, you know? Okay. I looking forward for people to uh, spot those.
0: So you're going to get a lot of different types of sounds on this record, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. Excellent. But it's still all the songs are like guitar-driven, hard rock, heavy metal. But, you know, there are uh, still different sounds, but it's not like one song is hard rock and one song is techno. It's not like that, but it's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's one song like F 5, one song is like Ozzy. One might sound like Flint Biscuit, you know? So I'm looking for people to spot those out and hear those influences and to see if they hit the spot, you know?
0: So it's going to have a little bit of a different sound uh, than what you previously put out with Catharsis, which I like that record a lot. It's got that, you know, kind of Kane Churka, hard rock sound to it that uh, I really enjoy.
1: Yeah, it's uh, that album totally cleared opinions. And on that one, we totally went for that, you know, active rock, five finger death punch. You know, we went to Vegas to work with Kane. And what I told him was like, yo, dude, we're hiring you as a producer, so we want you to really make your mark on this record, and that's what happened. It sounds like a Cherco record, and we worked on those songs together, and which I liked, but not a lot of people thought it sounded like Santa Cruz. You know, they thought it sounded like active rock record, which it did, but we totally went for that vibe. And this time around, I thought that, you know, active rock, whatever people might expect or what like rock radio stations would want to hear. I'm just going to do an album that inspires me personally, musically. And, you know, just put a lot of guitar solos in there, stuff that I like, that I love. And that's something I really love about this record. You know, it's a... The last album was the Kane Cherko record, In All the Best Ways. And I really enjoyed the process. I really enjoyed working with Kane. It was a, a big learning process for me as well to actually work with a producer of that caliber. And the whole living in Vegas for three months and working on that was super dope. But this time I really went back to my roots and I was able to really connect to my musicality. What I really want it to sound like, you know, how I want to play guitar, how I want to sing. And I'm pretty sure that most of the old school Santa Cruz fans are going to dig this record more because of it. Because this one has more of the elements that people initially fell in love with about Santa Cruz.
2: Awesome. So getting back on the tour, you got the comeback show here at the Whiskey on April 6th. And then you got a lot more shows lined up after
1: that. I'm currently working on maybe possibly doing like an East Coast show, New York and maybe Vegas around that same time. But we're looking into doing a bigger tour in fall when we drop the record. That's when we're trying to actually do a full scale US tour, maybe open up for like a bigger act and play bigger venues. So that's something I'm looking into right now and I'm hoping we will have something cool going on in fall and we'll be able to actually play whole North America and the rest of the world next year. Probably this year we'll be focusing on North America for sure.
0: So speaking of performances, what is the worst show that you've ever played that comes to mind? Maybe it was a bad <laughs> performance you had, a bad crowd, a small crowd, or maybe just a weird venue. And maybe it was 37 Main in Alpharetta when the speakers were
1: messed <laughs> no, up. That, that one I actually liked. I remember the PA shutting off. It was uh, There's always weird experiences like that. It's something goes down, but it's up to you if you're going to make that great or if you're going to let it you know, put you down and to answer your question probably the one that always comes up to my mind is that when we played the phoenix grammy awards with like the first lineup of santa cruz uh we didn't figure we're the ones to fall and it was like a live broadcast on tv and before the second verse i like ran all across the stage with like pyro going up and explosions and shit and I jumped which was supposed to be like a triumphant jump I jumped on the monitor and I was like supposed to do like a David Lee Ross split and boom the monitor it went off under my legs and I fell on the thing live on tv like crash landed on it you know my back got super hurt and it was just <laughs> the weirdest experience then I remember How I felt, like I was on air, I remember that thought, oh my God, I'm on live TV. I'm about to look so stupid, (laughs) falling over. Eventually I bounced back up and acted like nothing happened, but it's on YouTube. So (laughs) if you're listening, go to YouTube, check out Santa Cruz, We Are The Ones To Fall Alive, Emma Gala in 2016. And we had to actually go back on tour after like the next day we had a show in Manchester and I remember just having these worst back pains like ever. And I probably should have gotten like a doctor to check on my back, but I was young and I was like, I'll just, you know, numb the band with booze. And we had two weeks or three weeks of tour after, and I ended up like, you know, hammering five bottles of wine before each set. (laughs) <laughs> to just be able to go up on stage with that back pain. It's oh, a, wow. It's a crazy memory.
0: Yeah, you when you're young, you remember the first time that you really hurt your back and that you don't bounce back the next day. And you remember it very distinctly.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And to have it done in live TV is <laughs> something else. <laughs> You'll never live that one down on you. <laughs> no, no. That is like... I think it was Matt Heath from Trivium. He wrote like a post on Instagram, like what's the most humiliating thing you've done on stage or something like that. And I wrote that and got like hundreds of likes, the comment, it was like, Oh man, I feel that, <laughs> you know?
0: So your cover of one direction song dragged me down was recently featured yeah. on the HBO show Peacemaker. Yeah, I liked that whole season. It was awesome dude. and uh, i think specifically the scene is when peacemaker and vigilante are shooting and blowing up a ton of stuff in the woods for fun dude. <laughs> how cool was that to have that song on the show
1: bro so sick like a fan texted me about it on instagram and he was like or, or she was like dude check this out you're on peacemaker i was like peace why and I checked it out and I realized what magnitude of a show it was, like the biggest show in, in the world right now. And I had to get like HBO Max just to see it. And when I saw that scene, I was like, this is insane. Like to have your voice and your guitar playing in something of that magnitude, is just, just something else. And especially with a scene like that, as you mentioned, its it's a crazy, crazy fun scene with them in the woods just shooting. And blowing shit up and just super fun. And the whole show is, it's it's crazy. It's like, it's all eighties rock. And I was just in LA like a week after the show launched and it was everywhere. Like all the big billboards, peacemaker, peacemaker. And that was like the closest to the feeling so far of being like, Oh my God, man, I've actually made it. You know, like I know it's, I'm not like a top build cast on it or whatever, but still to have your name attached to you, something like that big, seeing all those billboards in LA and just like, wow, it's just mind bending. So
0: you didn't know until somebody messaged you that it was on there, no. like you didn't get a heads up or anything?
1: No, which is crazy. Yeah. But the thing is, we're not signed to that label anymore that released that song the publishing on the deal we had with them allowed them to give them permission to use the song without our approval, but I don't mind. You know? <laughs> It turned out pretty well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So,
0: And uh, I just want to say for everybody who hasn't seen the episode of Peacemaker, uh, what you guys should know, I mean, this is James Gunn. This is the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy. So Music is not just something that he throws on the background. You're like, oh, you know, I got 30 seconds of my, my, my song and something. Um, if you've watched Gardens of the Galaxy, you know that music is front and center in everything that he does.
1: It's so, all about the music. It's, it's funny you should mention Gardens of the Galaxy. Like he had the thing with like 70s soft rock in those movies. And what he did for that kind of music in Gardens of the Galaxy, he's doing the 80s rock in Peacemaker, which is super dope. And there's actually a lot of Nordic bands on the soundtrack, too. So, like, a lot of bands got a big, big boost because of it.
0: That's so cool.
1: Yeah. And James Gunn, he's great. Like, Suicide Squad and Gardens of the Galaxy, those are all great movies.
0: Well, hopefully they'll have another song of yours next season on the show.
1: Bro, how dope would it be to have, like, Under the Gun on the next season? That'd be so sick.
0: (laughs) So, these next questions are what we close with and ask everyone. So, first question What would you tell your 21 year old self?
1: I'd probably tell him to take it easy with the partying and maybe focus on other aspects of life than just, you know, being a rock star. (laughs) Maybe find a stable relationship and you know, there's a lot more to life than just than just being an artist, which is what I live for. But, you know, do what I'm doing now. Focus more on, like, actually also living a rewarding life outside of music and keeping yourself healthy. And not just focus on one aspect of life. That's
2: great advice for anybody out there, you know. Yeah, take it easy, man. Keep level-headed, you know, do what you want to do, have some fun, but don't go overboard, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. You know? Just uh enjoy life and do what you believe in and take your opportunities and celebrate every small win and don't get too hard on yourself if like something doesn't go exactly the way you imagined it would. But universe is going to give you like, if you're praying for a cake, universe is going to give you butter, you know, eggs, flour. You just got to bake the cake yourself. You know, I think that's a great advice or a metaphor for life for anyone, you know, put in the work, put in the hours, stand up for what you believe in, fight for your dreams. Absolutely. So we know you're a
2: connoisseur of uh, the PBR. Mm-hmm. Do you still drink these days? And if you do,
1: what what's your favorite drink? I do drink occasionally, but definitely not as much as I used to. But it depends on where I'm at. Like in LA, I like to drink tequila a lot. I don't know; it's something about California that makes me want to drink tequila, or you know, a Mexican beer like a Corona or something. But if I'm say in ireland i'll have a guinness you know it all depends on if i'm in london i'll have a proper pint off some local ipa you know you try to go with the local drink of choice wherever you're at absolutely absolutely if i'm in hawaii i'll have a pina colada yeah what's the local drink in helsinki well it's probably some cheap beer that tastes like piss (laughs) 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 or just plain vodka I got you. <laughs> that is probably why I'm not drinking in Finland. The Finnish alcohol culture is not too sophisticated. You know, people out here will drink gasoline or if it gets them drunk. So <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> All right. So, you know,
2: you're on the rock down South podcast here. Oh um, yeah. What is something you love about the South?
1: Well, I definitely love the chicks in the South. There's nothing like Texas Chicks. And I just love the whole laid-back vibe, you know? You you guys are super... Southern hospitality. I like that, you know? You guys are super welcome in, super warm. And it's always a good time. And, uh, you know, you have one of the greatest bands ever, Pantera, from the Lone Star State, baby. And, you know, Black Crows. I like Southern food. You know, I like comfort food a lot. I like Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. We actually went to Lynchburg. We went to their distillery and we got to taste it. And uh, there's a lot of things I like about the South. I like country music. I love country music. I was actually pranking up Chris Stapleton the other day.
0: Yeah, we love our country music. Nashville, yeah. Tennessee, all that stuff.
1: Bro. Nashville, like the music scene out there is so crazy. Some of the best players in the world, best songwriters in the world are Nashville based. Oh, and another thing about the South. I love Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Those two dudes (laughs) crack me up.
0: (laughs) That's awesome, man. Hey, thank you so much, Archie, for being a part of the show today. Where can people find and connect with you guys online?
1: Check out our Instagram, Santa Cruz Band Official or Archie Cruz and com. You can actually find the links to pretty much every channel off the band on the website. So just click on that and there's Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all that is going to be found on the website.
0: And what do you have going on that people should know about? Obviously, you got the uh, single and whatnot.
1: Check out the album that's due in fall and keep an eye out for the tour dates.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the show today. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I had a really good time chatting with Archie. He's an incredible songwriter and guitar player who makes some killer fun tunes. So make sure to go follow Archie and Santa Cruz on all of their social media pages and give his latest single, Under the Gun to Listen. This song is an absolute banger that I think you guys will love. I'm super excited to hear more music in the future, and I'm looking forward to hearing that full-length album when it comes out later this year. Check out all our content at rockdownsouth.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for the latest updates. And as always, the views and opinions expressed by our guests on the show are theirs and don't necessarily reflect our own. I'm Mark, and you've been listening to Rock Down South. See y'all next time.